Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. In my radio voice. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Is the emo social- past- <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about music, news, cool bands, nice people, whom st- we stand. Uh, and, uh, you know, flavors of candy that we prefer, I guess. Yeah, because Brian is inherently wrong by liking banana flavor. This podcast uh, subtitle is Brian is inherently wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is on every episode. Uh, this episode, we talked with the band Ashland uh, from Illinois. We're going to say downstate Illinois. If you're not from Illinois, if you're not from Chicagoland area, you don't know. But they're from Illinois. Uh, they are very nice. Asia and Aaron are the two band members. And they are super super chill. Super fun conversation. Uh, their new EP is out, if you're listening to this on Monday, now. Now. So go check it, came it out. It on Saturday. So you should have already been listening yeah, to it. Where have you been? Do you even know what's going on? Uh, so go listen to it. It's really good. Uh, I dig this band. So yeah, definitely go listen to them. Uh, after you hear this whole interview with them, because then you'll like it even more, right? Or you can just do it. Do what I do. It just listen to many different audios at the same time and mm. train yourself. Absorb chaos. everything at once. Mm. Live in pure chaos. Well, before we get into the <laughs> chaos question mark, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie, what's your week? Which week? How's your week? Is your week good? What's your week got going on? Uh, my week has consisted of me almost texting uh, panic, like I'm writing up panic at the disco, but saying, <laughs> um, well, I'm having a panic attack to one of my friends. So that's pretty much where I am personally. And with that comes it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. But I do still have that one uh, little snippet that I helped write in an indie zine that you guys should go check out pre-orders are still being taken i actually have the link in my bio on all of my social medias at board and battery if you follow there uh you can go pre-order it there's also a lot of other really good writers as well who contributed to it um so just make sure you're supporting independent writers across the board and independent creators that's really cool other than that i'm getting my shit together on tiktok so i've been posting a little bit more so make sure you follow us at at x emo social club x and then also on Twitter, and then we can harass each other on Twitter all we want at the same thing, at Exit Emo Social Club X. So, well, Brian, what else have you been doing, my guy? <laughs> you know, I really don't have much to uh, to mention here. Just, you know, follow us on all the stuff. We got a DJ Nights. We got a Blink-182. had a Blink-182 night over the weekend. You're listening to this on Monday, aren't you? I bet you are. I bet uh, you have to be. You have to be. Uh, we had a Blink-182 night on Saturday. Our Saturday this upcoming week will be a Paramore Power Hour, which if you're here, I bet you like Paramore because we're the Emo Social Club and we fucking love Paramore. Um, yeah, so that'll be coming up on Saturday. You can get notified when we go live if you follow us, emosocialclub.tv, or join us in Discord. 
emosocial.club slash discord. All the links, of course, are in the show notes down below. We would love to talk to you over there. Let us know what you think of this. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know what you think about us. Let us know what your favorite flavor of candy is. You're going to get it when you listen to the episode. Um, and make sure you tell Brian that he's wrong. So we'll we'll see you over there. And uh, without anything else to fucking talk shit to me about, here <laughs> is our episode with Ashland. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here tonight with Asia and Aaron from Ashland. We're so happy to have you guys on this podcast this evening. How are you guys? We're good. I kind of feel like uh, you can hear our cat crunching in the background right now, but... Um, <laughs> Love it. And just ignore it. <laughs> I'm Asia. I uh, sing and write for the band Ashland <laughs> and Motley Crue um, <laughs> and I'm Aaron and I play guitar uh I don't write I just play guitar that's it nothing else nothing else oh. I, I actually don't do anything in life <laughs> this is like the first time I haven't been playing guitar in 20 years it's crazy wow that's real wild <laughs> I was gonna say because I'm like wait I know you do more because I've seen all of your videos on Instagram of you saying like this is how this song is made he does Shh. so much. Oh wow! Oh, you what? can't Wait. give it up, Brian. This early. I feel like you gave it up, if I may. <laughs> I feel like Instagram really outed you by you posting you writing the songs on there. Oops. <laughs> um. Well, we're here for this this episode today because your EP comes out tomorrow. This episode is actually going to go up on Monday, so like tomorrow was three days ago. But also, uh. The EP goes up tomorrow, and if you're here listening to it tonight as we're recording it, uh, Alternative Press already has it available to listen to. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the the EP and what's uh, what 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 is it? <laughs> I don't know, like I know what an EP is, but I sound well, foolish. It's, it's songs. Well, yeah. it's a seventy five songs spanning oh, over wow. of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that one. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's our, man, how many EPs have we done in total? It's our third EP and it's got three songs because, you know, EPs are expensive. Three songs is the best way to go for us. <laughs> uh, it is self-titled. Well, we thought we were just going to start putting singles out from now on, but um, we decided to do three because that was like, we were writing some songs and we had several, like probably like 10 that we were like messing around with, but there were three that just like really, really stood out and they felt like they went together, together really well, um, sonically, I guess. And so we chose to just do those three songs and um, do them as, a, as an EP instead of a string of singles. Yeah. But it's uh, it definitely sounds different than our last record. It's kind of like a a uh, man. What is the what word am I looking for here? I don't know. It kind of goes <laughs> back, it goes back to like our first EP and and record. It's more of like a rock based format instead of like Over the Moon, which is pretty pop. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like our self. Um, like our rediscovery album of ourselves, <laughs> okay. why we chose to make it a self-titled EP. 
Yeah, I know in the um, the press release that we had gotten, it was it kind of said, oh, they went back and, you know, they rose from this, you know, these ashes to like kind of like be reborn. I'm like, well, this very one, very poetic. And two, <laughs> I'm wondering what was the kind of reasoning for doing that, for going from kind of, you know, a little bit more poppy vibe to getting back into like your roots as like a, a little bit more of like a rock pop duo. Honestly, there wasn't a reason for it. There was no like plan or anything. Um, we had a really rough go with our last album cycle. And um, there was just like a lot happening over the past couple of years. And um, I don't know if you saw in that article, but we had one of our best friends who also happened to be um, our producer pass away from cancer. Um, and then we parted ways with our label and the pandemic hit and there was just like all this stuff going on. Yeah. And, um, I ended up writing over the moon pretty much entirely by myself. And, um, it was a great experience. It was, it was fun. It's something I'm, I'm really proud of, but it wasn't Ashland. It wasn't like the sound that we had like built together over the years. Um, and you know, with all that stuff happening, we were just like, um, it could have been really easy to just stop writing music altogether. We were like, you know, just not inspired at all. And just really mentally, physically, emotionally fatigued. Um, and then we just started writing together again. And I'll let, I'll let you jump in there because you yeah, we started writing again. The pandemic actually, I mean, is awful. It's been like tragic and awful and horrible. But for us, it was kind of like a, a reset where, as she said, we've been going through a lot. And she ended up writing Over the Moon herself because I just got so caught up in like everything else in being in a band, like planning for touring and social media and like doing all this that I just hadn't written in years. And there was just years. so much going on. Yeah, I hadn't written in years, and that's like my favorite thing to do in music. And when the pandemic kind of just shut everything down, we had time to reevaluate what we wanted to do as a band and what felt natural and real to us. And going back to this sound was that. And it's not like we were like, okay, well, the last album cycle didn't do that well. It, it wasn't us. Let's let's go back to our roots. We just started like writing together again, and Aaron was like busting out these like heavy songs and he kept coming to me and being like I don't think you're gonna like this stuff it's not that great we both do that anytime we write something <laughs> of course he showed me and I was like this like this is Ashlyn this is what we sound like this is where we come from and and that just like paved the way for the other songs on the EP and it's working out nicely <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. I've been it's curious a, a about super long answer to that. No, <laughs> no, it's perfect. It, it actually like, cause I, I've always been, we've talked to a lot of bands who've written a lot over the last year because what are you going to do a and B like, it's, it seems like the right time to sort of look inward and say like, well, what can I do and what can I create? And I feel, I feel like there's a lot of musicians who have really taken the opportunities given again, not a lot of opportunities here and it's really overall negative situation, but there is an yeah. opportunity to look inward and like go, well, what do we actually want to create? And I feel like a lot of musicians have been able to, to really pull something out of like their music and all that in this time. Yeah. yeah. 
I kind of, I, I think I might have touched on this in, in a couple of interviews, but something that I think, I think all, all musicians feel this, um, it, like when you are a band or, or an artist, usually, you know, you like essentially work your like whole life or like you have so much time to work on your first release. So you have like, you know, it, it's like, who you are and like exactly what you want to do because you don't have anything going on except making this. And then after that first album, you know, you start touring and doing all this and, and you get busy. And I think the music ultimately starts to suffer because of that. Mm -hmm. And with the pandemic, like with every, with touring and everything not happening, I think it gave a lot of musicians time to, to do that like introspective look and, and actually focus on just their music which isn't an opportunity that you usually have. So it's kind of like my way of seeing light in a terrible, <laughs> terrible situation. Right. I, yeah, I do I like not, that. we do not need more pandemics. But no, no, more, <laughs> no, more, no more pandemics, please. <laughs> for, for us personally, there was so much more going on uh, besides the pandemic. So just that like overwhelming load of um, mm -hmm. just, like junk happening. Um, I feel like when you're in those pits in life, when you're like dealing with something that's like really challenging, you automatically look inward and you're like, okay, like, what am I doing with my life? What do I want out of life? Um, like what brings me joy? What's the point of all this? And that's kind of what happened with us during that time. And, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome to just like rediscover, um, or resurface our sound and just like the passion and energy that comes with that just like validates what we're putting out right now this ep it's like no matter how it goes over it's us and we love it and like that's all that matters and i feel like it's so important for musicians to get to that point where it's like you're doing what you love because you love it and you're passionate about it all the other shit doesn't matter love that <laughs> <laughs> I no, I agree. Hundred percent agree with that. When you uh, were constructing a lot of this album, because you've obviously kind of gotten back down to doing what you guys are wanted to do and finding like this new ground. When you were writing, especially your single "Misery," what was a lot of that inspiration coming off of from it? Pretty much all that stuff I told you that we were going through at that time, it was like the perfect time to write music. And because that's how we get all our frustrations out, you know, that's how we um, express ourselves and we pour our emotions into our craft. And that's how we're able to, you know, rise above it, I guess. And um, so, yeah, that's where all that inspiration came from. And, yeah. What better genre to pour that into than rock? <laughs> right. I do yeah. feel like it's. Oh. I do feel like it's the easiest genre to get that out with. I know without having like live shows, sometimes it's like, man, I could really like get into a pit right now. But yeah. that was another thing Aaron brought up. I don't know where we were at, who we were talking to, but he was like, that was one of the differences between. Um, over the moon and this EP for him was like hearing me belt again for the first time in a long time. <laughs> I didn't even like realize that because 
I don't know. I've always been kind of like a ballad, slow, sad song type songwriter, which is why all the songs on Over the Moon sound like that. And I guess I kind of forgot how much I love to belt and just like the energy. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I love most about this new EP is that I can just like be as loud as I want. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know people are definitely going to get in the pits to it. <laughs> Yes. Like, yes, get in there. <laughs> They're like, I can yell too. And we can all just yell collectively together <laughs> without any problems. It's good to yell. Yeah. That'll be the first show back is everybody just l- letting out one cathartic Ooh. scream at one another. <laughs> one collective yell. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Whoever's on stage songs. counts down. They're like, all right, guys, one, two, three, yell. Okay. You do whatever the fuck else you want to do now. Goodbye. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I'm gonna like take note of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Start the set that way. Just break the ice from like from the beginning. I'm just on stage, right? Just cringing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be for the people who are like already freaking out. Like, oh my god, I'm like I turn into an introvert. I'm like used to being like inside all the time. It's gonna be like, all right, guys, this is it. We're all gonna get reacquainted with the environment don't worry <laughs> and it may work it may scare people it might do all of it and yeah. that's okay <laughs> i feel like that'd be good for you just like i've never heard aaron scream or like get really loud <laughs> you all on this next record though because at, have what? you guys heard choose to live no i'm not yeah <laughs> because i choose to live in the chorus there's that chanty part it's like oh hell no and it's like a huge like chanty background chorus type thing so like it'd watch be stupid me on stage watch her. me have no part of this <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna set it up on like a laptop be like hit yeah. it no more that's it not me that's it yeah right on the mic stand just a trigger i just slap it yep <laughs> or just like you just mutter it into the microphone like hell no Oh, hell no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually do spoken word poetry for this section and it switches <laughs> up every time, but it keeps the same vibe. Yes. Oh my God. The worst thing is when people like read the lyrics from a song, just like with a straight, mm-hmm. straight face. It yeah. sounds so stupid. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you need the whole thing behind it. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. For everything <laughs> you started it you started it yeah so what is your guys's plan going forward with this ep because i know i read the all press interview that you guys did saying that you kind of had to get a little bit more creative with like the way that you're putting out content what are some of those ways that you've done it or you're going to continue to keep doing that to kind of like you know, push more of your newer music coming out? Well, we're, the plan is to do a video for every single song on it. So that, that's like one way, which I mean, that's not like a a new thing, but I don't think we've ever done a video for every single song on a release. That's a lie. We did that for Miss. It was like a collective project where all three videos ran together, but um, we're going to do a video for every song and I mean, just trying to take advantage of all of the, the new platforms 
newer like uh we've been trying to dive into tiktok more and um started setting up live streams i know about everyone's doing that but <laughs> that's something we have not done yet so that's something we're going to try to do around this ep and then oh what else have we done i feel i think we've done a lot more like social media content which we probably should have been doing the even yeah even not <laughs> But for us, that's something that we've really ramped up on is like doing like the shortcut videos and pretty much just like taking advantage of social media more than we ever have before. I think, I think that's it. I feel like we kind of did a good job of that with Over the Moon. We did like all the live um, uh, acoustic versions of the song. So we'll probably do that with this EP too which might be a little bit more challenging since there's so much more instrumentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, our manager was like, Oh, you guys can do acoustic videos for that. And, and like, initially we'd done it in the past. So I was like, Oh hell yeah, let's do that. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, how am I going to play any of those on an acoustic guitar? <laughs> other than maybe just to live. The other ones we have to get really creative, but yeah. that's something we will do. That's something we actually love to do on um, for like the mist. AP and wildfire something we've always really liked to do is take our songs and do our own like acoustic renditions of them so mm. like they kind of sound the same but they also kind of sound like a completely different song yeah reimagine yeah yeah reimagine i was gonna say that's there's like a few acoustic songs i remember hearing back in the day that people were just like I'll just put out an acoustic version of this. And then it's like, they had a breakdown in the songs. It's just like this, like weird acoustic chugging. And you're like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. You're like, no, I need you to reimagine and revamp it. Yeah. Like it, like give it, give it the acoustic feel. Don't just do a breakdown on acoustic guitar. Strings clacking. Yeah. It's, it's like, I guess, but like, I don't, I don't hate it, but I, I feel like there, I feel like it's two different vibes, right? You got to do the like, full band vibe and you gotta do the acoustic vibe and trying to combine those and do yeah you gotta reimagine it exactly. yeah no chugs no no, no chugs no chugs in acoustic <laughs> just jangly strings it's just it's not great <laughs> jangly strings i don't know if i like the word jangly Jangle <laughs> I, it sounds weird jangle yeah. pop it's like uh mm. the 1975 gets called that pale waves gets called that it's like jangly guitar pop Jingly. I don't I, like I, that. I use that term all the time. Like if I'm talking about like a Stratocaster or like a Telecaster or guitar sound, I call it jangly, but yeah. It just kind of sounds like bingly. <laughs> yeah. What does dingly or even mean? Or dangly. Dangly, there dangly. you go. Yeah. Like, it just makes me think of weird things. <laughs> 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 is dingly a word? I meant I meant dangly. What was the other word I was thinking of? I combined two words. Ding, dingle and dangle. <laughs> dingle and dangle. <laughs> it's actually just Dinkleberg, is what you're really thinking of. Dinkleberg. <laughs> I blamed Dinkleberg for something like a month ago in Asia. <laughs> you do you know what Dinkleberg is? I don't think I want to. Usually, when you joke no. about things, it's things it's, I don't want to know it's about. The, you know, like the. Or, is it Doug Dimmodome? The Dimsdale? Yeah, Dimsdale Dimmodome. Fairly Odd Parents. What did you just say? <laughs> Over to the Dimsdale Dimmodome. You got the white hat? I've never heard this. 
man. I mean, it's, a, it's a very iconic Nickelodeon show. Oh, I, that, I've seen the show before. But, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim, but Timmy's dad always blames their neighbor for everything. His name's Dinkelberg. So that's like, anything goes wrong, it's Dinkelberg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought you were talking about um, Ace Ventura. No. Finkel. Oh, Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> that whole sequence. That was. So I'm a hundred years old. Oh my god. So gosh. that like the Fairly Odd Parents was like right at that cusp of when I'm like I don't think I should be watching cartoons on Nickelodeon anymore, as a child. And then it's like, oh okay, now I'm no longer watching that. So like I kind of get it, but I'm also like, hmm. I think that I was right past always, that moment. I'll always watch cartoons. I love cartoons. Yeah. I moved but, into anime. I'll put it that way. Oh my God. Brian, Brian's just trying to be really subtle about his cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'll admit anime to people randomly on a Zoom call and the internet. I'll be like, yeah, no, I just moved on to anime like an adult. Right. <laughs> anime Whatever cool. makes you feel better. I love anime. But it's mostly just whatever was on Cartoon Network at Toonami time or whatever was on later, you know? Yeah. Like, I had to move from Nickelodeon baby cartoons to adult cartoons on Cartoon Network. I'm just all about baby cartoons, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'd, I'd rather go back and watch that that stuff. Like, Jimmy Neutron, prime. Yes. yes. Prime quality television entertainment. I just restarted watching Recess not too long ago. Oh, my remember God. Recess. That was good. Yeah. Did anybody watch 16? It was like that Canadian show that was on Cartoon Network. No. No. It was way too adult for like the demographic they were showing though. <laughs> well, now I want to see it. It was like, it got to the point, it was, did you guys ever watch Life with Derek on Disney Channel? Because that was another Canadian show that got taken off because it started to be like, oh, it's stepbrother, stepsister. And then they started like dating and then Disney said, no, mm -mm. we're not doing that. Mm -mm -mm. This is not wholesome American mm -mm. content. I like, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm I'm not sure. What was the one with the twins? The, the Sweet Life Zach of Zach and Cody. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think like, I think like well, who is it? They're Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I think Dylan Sprouse wrote just like wrote a whole ass like comic book, and I think it's like League of Legends or like World of Warcraft type vibe too. If I am not wrong, I might be wrong, but I swear I saw it somewhere on Twitter. <laughs> Interesting. The internet's coming back around. <laughs> I never watched Disney Channel. I'll be honest with you. I know, I missed out on all of it. I did when I went over to a friend's house, but when I was a kid, we didn't have like cable. So I think like the only cartoons that were on our TV was um, Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. And what was the other one? I like rush home to watch these. Goosebumps and Zoom, which isn't a cartoon. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, those are cartoons. Neither of those are cartoons. Oh my god, you're well, right. Yeah. yeah, well, PBS had like, they had Cyber Chase, which was a weird cartoon thing. Uh-huh. And then they they had later on, they had like the like real life people game show, but it was like a cartoon dog who hosted it. It was called Fetch with Ruff Ruffman. It was very niche. What? It was very niche. <laughs> what? 
Ruff Ruffman. <laughs> yeah, his name was Mr. Ruff Ruffman. Is they did it here in the city too of Chicago. They sent all these random children to say, "Go run out and scavenger hunt. Have fun." <laughs> Ruff Ruffman. That's a name. Yeah, it is a name. That sounds like someone who would like try to sell you a car or like. Hey, Ruff Ruffman here. Oh, God. 73 Chevy box. Box? <laughs> Do you want the box car? Do you want the box cars with the dancing hamsters in it? I can give that to you for a price. <laughs> for a small fee. All of this sounds like it's a cartoon. All of it. All of it sounds like a show that happened after Listen, I... we can package it up and we can pitch it. That's what we're saying now, Brian. Nothing is real. Everything's a simulation. Yeah. 30 years I, ago, I, when I was only 45, I don't oh remember God, seeing this. I've, I've been trying to remember this other cartoon, though, because I'm still on cartoons, but I can only remember the, the intro. What's the intro? Sing it. Let's go. Hey, DW. And she's like, what? Is it Arthur? I think Arthur. that's Arthur because DW is the name of the younger sister. Yeah. Yes, Arthur. My brother watched Arthur, but I don't really remember it that much. Yeah, I think it's either. still like on. Oh yeah. It is odd, but there's always some kind of like science thing to it, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never mind, guys. We're just gonna take a quick pause from the animals walking around and talking. Here's some logic <laughs> science. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just remember one day we will all be invited to the gay rat wedding like we're all supposed to be <laughs> so true <laughs> i i used to watch other shows that's fine i'm just like oh, i'm just too old <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just very obvious when i'm just like yeah i got nothing like i never watched any of these things because i was just like i don't know kind of wasn't on when i was a child i guess yeah, I, uh, I came home from school and watched I Love Lucy as it was airing. You never <laughs> watched what was that? Never watched Goosebumps? I watched Goosebumps. Um, I watched Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Those are both oh, on. That was, that's a, that's prime time. Yeah. That's good. That's good. This one's a little bit older, but what about Tales from the Crypt? I never watched Tales from the Crypt. I was too scared. I watched it. It was always like the reruns are always on. I don't remember what channel, but yeah, my brother and I love to watch that. <laughs> yeah. My I, watch that. I feel like I had a very specific television diet of getting home, watching Power Rangers, and then it was getting <laughs> home and watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> nice. So the same show, just over and over again. <laughs> it's the same idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, we don't know. We don't it's know. It's just how it goes. It just rolls like this. We're a nostalgia podcast. It starts with music and it ends up being about cartoons and somehow it all connects. And it's up with Power Rangers. Yeah. There's yeah. a way that like Tales from the Crypt somehow influenced the music that you've made now. Somehow. Yeah, like unconsciously, it just does. Yeah. Probably. We're not gonna we're not gonna try to do like a you know red yarn <laughs> uh, uh billboard thing, but I'm sure it's there. <laughs> You're probably right though. We've always loved like that creepy sound. Yeah. Yeah, like 
creepy. How little, would you explain it? Little do you know, we actually have tracks of the Crypt Keeper turned way down. <laughs> Samples in the background. If you, if you just like lay down and just like zone out and you're like in an isolation chamber only playing new Ashland, you can hear it yeah. very, yeah, you very to, faintly. You have to get two pieces of banana Laffy Taffy and show one <laughs> in your right ear and then one up your left nostril. <laughs> and you lay down at a 45 degree angle and then listen to it, you'll hear it. Exact oh science God. here. I feel like that's a waste of legit. the greatest flavor of Laffy Taffy, but I'll allow it. <laughs> That's a really bad take, Brian. That's I'm the so best sorry. take. What are you talking about? All right. I'm also, I mean, it's not the worst flavor, but it's not the best. I don't know, man. I, yeah, cherry all the way. What yes. is happening? What is Maybe happening? Maybe it's really basic that we like cherry, though. I, I think that's like a really stereotypical favorite flavor, but it's so good. It's so good. It's classic. I would say people who like strawberry are the ones who are like, this is just everywhere, so I have to like it. I hate strawberry flavored anything. <laughs> I was more into Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers do hit. Yes. yes. I just don't like getting candy stuck in my teeth. Yeah. Yeah, very true. I just like all candy, though, but. I don't know, Mr. Banana. You just. All right. Banana flavor is great. Banana runs are great. Uh, uh, that's it. That's the only banana flavors I can think of. I was about to say, what else is banana flavor? That's all I got. You know why? Because those are the two best, and they're like, we don't need to do anymore. This this fruit flavor is done. We accomplished top of the line <laughs> bananas across the board. I think the only fruit flavor that is nasty is grape. Because they have so many like grape-flavored medicines. Yeah. Yeah. Like medicine to me. Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck right, great. Common ground. Okay. <laughs> now we're good. There we go, guys. Fuck great. We've evened out. We hate grape in the chat. Yeah. F, F drop, for grape in the drop chat. Drop G for a, for a grape hate in the chat. Grape hate. <laughs> All my homies hate grape. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for a really big grape enthusiast to come in the I chat know. and just be real mad. So mad. Hey, I love grapes. Just not grape. Yeah, grape candy. Yeah. 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 For just for all the grape haters out there. Just the grape like if the, candy. If the if the grape duck song came on and he asked me if I have any grapes, I'd give it to him because I know he likes it. It'd be okay. <laughs> we should talk about music more. Oh. But <laughs> that, I don't know. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> Or we could talk about grapes. Someone's yeah. like, you guys talked about candy for a long time. <laughs> There's a lot of candy out there. A lot though. of candy like, to talk about. Big industry, you know? I really want candy. Yeah. I'm like, I got I got a banana Laffy Taffy out there calling my name. I got a, I got a pun <laughs> written on the wrapper I got to read and go, Ugh. Oh, God. Some dumb <laughs> six-year-old <laughs> wrote this. <laughs> Stupid kids writing jokes. Brian, you can just write your own and send it in. They won't. They can lie about your age. They can think you're like the most brilliant six-year-old. Hi, I'm Spooky Pants One. Here's my joke. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jerry from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my joke. Here's my joke. So bad. The the Willie Nelson face and the camera just looks like a floating head underneath yeah it does, it does kind of but it's also like the exact energy i love it. It. It, it it's like, so good 
<laughs> it just fits with the theme, yeah. the vibe. I w it was going to be an immediate compliment. I'm just like, oh, damn, that's a good shirt. And then I was like, let's just, you know, let's say it on the pod. Let's talk about it on this audio <laughs> medium with a visual reference. Do you have a question about Willie Nelson? Now, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How did Willie Nelson influence the newest Ashland songs? Well, you see, um, marijuana. There we go. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> That's not an unrealistic answer for the question. Yeah. No. No, I love Willie Nelson. We got to see him a couple of years ago. It was like one of the greatest nights of my life. <laughs> Should, uh, oh. T-shirts you have are like old country men. Old country men? <laughs> I, I have, no, I have a Dolly Parton one. I have. Okay, an old country one. I have a Shania Twain one. Oh my God. That's legit. What? You have a Shania Twain t-shirt? Yeah. I've never seen that. It's in there. Maybe it's in my parents still. I don't know, but I'm stealing that. No, yeah. no, we're all stealing that. <laughs> yeah, we're all it's going to be a like we're going to sign up on a calendar. and We'll just rotate. Yeah, we're trading that around. All right. All right. He's got <laughs> the craziest vintage like band T-shirts and awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds I would like, yeah. unironically wear that. <laughs> Now, are you getting these vintage shirts from like Depop or are you just like able to find them places? Um, well, a lot of them aren't actually vintage, but the ones I have, uh, either one of my parents had them and they fit me. So I took them. <laughs> Fair. Fair. They all came from like actual. Yeah. Yeah. Those, people, Those not, are. Yeah. Not from like the Walmart. Okay. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with Walmart. Walmart. Oh, dude, no, I get they Walmart t-shirts all the time. <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't know Walmart suddenly had a bunch of country icons on their shirts. That was Why, gonna be my question. Like, they, what? They absolutely probably do. They probably do, yeah. It's more yeah. like space cats and, like, weird old cars now on their t-shirts. Okay. I might need to go the to Walmart. The space cats kind of remind me of, like, Tumblr era, like the galaxy print, and I don't want to go back down to those deep, deep dark holes of my life. Yep. Is Walmart Tumblr? R.I.P. Tumblr. R.I.P. Now being sold at Walmart. <laughs> Isn't it still, it's still around, right? Like, you can still go on Tumblr. It still exists. Yeah, it is. It's just that no one uses it anymore. I'm guessing yeah, well, maybe, some people do. Maybe people do, but I just like it, since I don't use it, it's dead to me. So it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Fair. You're dead to You're me. You're not going to get the same quality content that you got in like 2000, in like 2014, 2012, as yeah. you are in 2021 on Tumblr. No. I, I just won't even talk about my Tumblr experience because. Yeah. You probably I, should. I was real far into that. <laughs> were you tumblr famous too too uh, i wouldn't say i was tumblr famous but i was like i was really into it okay. <laughs> yeah i i used it like once i was like <laughs> i okay 
I just remembered that like I would give access to like one of my friends when I had a busy week with school and like work and I'd be like hey I have everything like preset scheduled to post on certain days and like I curated the whole fucking thing because I had a lot of followers and like people and like my weird fandom community and then I like just got off of it I don't even remember what happened I said no this is not happening same I kind of just like deleted everything Usually, that's usually, like, a good way to go. Like, if, if you that's were... a good way to go. If you're heavy into something as a teenager, it's good to probably just, like, delete all of it because you look at it a few years later and you're like, oh. Yeah. That's what happened. I saw a couple posts and I was just like, what were you thinking? It's like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Get your chapstick. Uh... Lizzie, do we do we we have more music questions, right? Yes, Brian, it's, we'll it's give, okay. We'll give uh, we'll give her a second to come back, but we have a question lined up. <laughs> no, it's just a tumbler and candy. That's yeah, it. yeah, well, that's it. Like I said, we get into whatever. We'll talk about whatever. But I'm also like, well, <laughs> I always feel because like, it's like we have bands on, and we have we have you know, it's like you have a release, and it's like, all right, EP, cool. All press, great, awesome. What is your favorite flavor of nerd candy? <laughs> like, let's get to the fucking nitty gritty here, okay? Let's get to know you as people. Nobody else is gonna ask you this. In Are an you going strawberry? Are you going? What is another flavor that isn't great for banana? Lemonade. Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The sour cherry nerds rope. Yes. Ooh. Somehow in trying to move off of the topic, we moved deeper onto the topic. Now somebody somebody who's like way too deep into like analyzing this is going to listen and say, all right, these are the type of people everybody on this podcast right now is like. And it's going to be like, all right. Take the quiz. The told. What's your favorite nerd candy? Now on BuzzFeed, we can tell you exactly oh, how old you're going to live or how long you're going to live <laughs> nerd flavor <laughs> actually podcasts are just the new buzzfeed quizzes fun Ooh. fact into it <laughs> anyway lizzie lead us into another music question okay so um this one's specifically for asia so i saw a few articles that you guys have like been interviewed for or just been featured in over the last handful of years and there's a lot of comparisons more toward from you guys being more similar to Icon for Hire, Paris, and Against the Current, rather than the traditional, like, oh, my God, like, you just sound like Paramore for the obvious reason, being that, you know, you are a female individual. How has that continued? And how is that something that, like, kind of makes you feel in this realm? I feel like every musician feels this way but that's like one of the hardest questions for us because I feel like musicians try so hard to like come up with their own sound and kind of like not be their own inspiration but you know just create something original which is pretty much impossible but I mean there's always gonna be those comparisons it's just a part of it I mean for people who aren't musicians when they hear music they instantly are going to compare it to something else that they like and i mean all those bands you just named are amazing so 
to be compared to them is a compliment. Yeah, I actually have some, I know that was like your question, but I have something to add to that. I've just noticed like over the time of us being in a band, it used to be where if someone would be like, oh, you guys sound like Paramore, you guys sound like Paris, we would be like, no, no, we don't. And this is why we don't and have like our PowerPoint slide. We don't sound like <laughs> And then as time's gone on, we realize that, yeah, people just associate things with what they like. So now if someone's like, hey, you guys sound like Paramore, we're like, oh yeah, thanks. And kind of just like let it go because, you know, it's, it's just what people do. They hear something and they compare it. And it is, it's a compliment because all those bands are incredible. It's just funny watching that, like, progress as we used to be, like, so, like, offended by getting compared. I, I never got offended. I always thought it was, like, funny, but, I mean, I've always respected those artists, and to be compared to people who, like, have that much success and, you know, are so good at what they do has always been a compliment to me. I hope someday we, somebody will compare another band to us. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, we sound like Ashlyn. Yes. I was also going to say you sound like uh, Versa Emerge. We've heard that before. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, I Yeah, I was too. a big fan. So they're an uh, underrated band. Their they're... full length was criminally underrated. I even, like, someone just did a podcast about that recently and was, like, kind of talking shit about it. And I was just like, no. That <laughs> yeah. Heron's like writing a like an i like an Apple Music feedback. You're like, you know what? It was great until you started ripping on one of the best underrated albums ever, and I have a problem. <laughs> Let me write this full fledged blog entry, dear podcasters. But I think that you guys thinking that way is a lot different than how I think a lot of like the rhetoric has been on like having female fronted or just you know bands that have women or non-men in them and it's I think it's kind of a good to kind of restructure and frame reframe it in that kind of mindset to say like this is a compliment um and hopefully most people mean it as a compliment and not just saying like this band's just another paramour because not every band is going to be like that so I think that that's like a really good way to kind of look at things comparatively I feel like you have to have a lot of confidence in who you are and what you do to to kind of feel I wouldn't call myself like an overly confident person, but like, I know that I love music and that I'm passionate about it. And I know when I write, I'm not like, okay, I need to sound like this person or I need to like write a song that sounds like this. I just do me. And you know, if somebody draws a comparison to that, great. I mean, cool. Yeah, it's, I think if you like do like read too much into that, you'll just drive yourself crazy because like, like she said, everyone compares some everything to something else. And you know, like you, you get that like 10 times a night, like, Oh, you got sound like this and this and this. And I think we've just learned to like take it as a compliment instead of getting worked up because if you do, you will drive yourself crazy because you hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's always weird that people will, like it's it's such this thing to put like in your bio right like for fans of or like when sending out something like for fans of but then it's like you get compared to something and then it's like but we're not like that it's like but at a certain point like you have to explain the music to somebody without actually just playing it for them and so it's gonna have to give them a reference to something they might know but then it like kind of sucks when that's the only way that they can consider your band's sound is like oh you sound like this you sound like this yeah and like Lizzie was talking about, it's definitely um, 
a little more challenging as a female fronted band because you know when they're like all right you need to pick out three three four bands to put in your bio that um you sound like or something we're like what <laughs> and you know they it's just like automatic you have to pick out like other female bands because mm -hmm. you know, yeah and there's only like a handful that are like super well known which is the whole point of picking out bands that you sound like so it's like all of us female bands are all lumped in the same category yeah. Also, our cat just went somewhere. She's not supposed to be. How did oh, she yeah. get here? <laughs> She's going to figure it out. She's a kitten. She wants to get the shirts. She wants the, the country music shirts. Her, there was That's all in she here. wants. I guess just leave her in there. She won't come out. <laughs> I bet if she if you just leave that door open, she'll get curious out here and come out. Hopefully that's the case. <laughs> How old? are the best and also yeah. the worst at the same time. The worst. How old is she? Five, uh, months. five months. Oh, yeah. damn. Yep. <laughs> she's, she's just learning the space, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been funny, though, because she'll, she, like, is used to being able to fit under things that she can't fit under anymore because she's mm. growing. So she runs into things a lot. Like, or, like, <laughs> <laughs> It is this incredible thing. I mean, obviously, like, animals are awesome. I was about to say animals are dope, and I'm like, that sounded really stupid, but I'm also like, it sounded kind of funny to say animals are dope. Um, <laughs> animals are, like, fucking sick, bro. Like, you ever see, like, an animal, like, hit a sick ollie? Uh, <laughs> Have you ever had an animal in your house that, like, fucking hits, bro? <laughs> <laughs> This cat's vibes are legit. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Okay, Brian, that was chaotic. So, obviously, animals are cool, and, like, having an animal is great, but, like, because of internet culture and everybody being stuck inside, like, the true hero of anyone's social media right now is their pet, and showing an animal on your social media is, like, top-tier shit, and I'm like, uh, like, I, do I need a pet? <laughs> So many regrets though yeah how many regretting this yeah <laughs> like if i had a cat on the couch over here again a visual reference on an audio medium if i had a cat like there or i have a dog just like sleeping like more people would be watching this stream i feel <laughs> oh yeah and it'd be all comments about the cat oh all of them yeah oh yeah, yeah. they'd be like brian we don't care about you actually move yeah the room <laughs> and let's just watch it's just a cat cam now more <laughs> cat <laughs> It's just this, like, I mean, having the animal, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, I like seeing somebody else raising an animal because I don't personally want to raise it, you know? So like the idea that you have a cat running around, I'm like, that's awesome. But for you, it's like, this is torture. Yeah. It's crazy because obviously she's only five months. So we got her like during the pandemic and the whole reason was because I wanted a pet. I wanted something to love on and to cuddle with me and, you know, keep company around the house when it's lonely all day. And I've never been attacked so much in my entire <laughs> on a daily basis. My legs have never looked worse. <laughs> but she's, she's sweet at times. Yeah. So I, I don't regret it completely. <laughs> Oh, she's in the other room and can't hear you now. <laughs> oh, she can hear it. I, I don't even, 
screaming. She, you're gonna get up and grab her, and she's gonna be like, "Oh, really? Now?" And she has her oh. little baby claws out. She's like, "Really? What'd you say?" <laughs> do we do we have anything else to mention about the uh, the topic we were on about female fronted bands? Or <laughs> I realized we were like stepping away from that conversation, but I did think it was like a good chat. It was a good conversation to have. It was. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that. I was actually surprised you mentioned that people told you to put it in your bio. Like I thought yeah, that was that, kind of that was something that was surprising. I always thought bands just kind of like copy each other, you know. Like I see somebody else do it, so I'm gonna do it in my band too. But I never realized it was like this thing of like they actually want you to do that. Yeah, I, I was it for the band bio or was it for like some like a? I think any like press release you have to do the fans of thing and that's like yeah. yeah the hardest question because like she said there's like a handful of like well-known bands with females in them and so all of us are like picking the same exact bands i mean technically uh, there are actually a ton of female front of bands that are out there that are amazing but the only ones that like normally get compared to each other there's like a handful of them yeah Really, the wild thing you could have done is just had one of the one of these bands that has a female fronted, um, like, wow, words are hard today. <laughs> that is female fronted, and then have it like two other ones that are just like, just all dudes or whatever, completely not that related. Yeah. But you're like, let's go, guys. <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, Slipknot in there. Who's you got? Why yeah. don't you have Paris? You got Slipknot. Yes. <laughs> like it could be just someone, a combination someone's gonna reply yeah. back be like can i can i listen to this i don't understand <laughs> uh, paris slipknot alan, alan jackson yeah <laughs> what if but there's somebody who is a fan of all three of those bands and will be a fan of you so it's not wrong it's just not specific <laughs> it's not wrong it's just not right <laughs> no <laughs> It's just completely incorrect. I do you want to ask too about like uh, All Press hosting your EP today and having it up available? Uh, how did that come about? How did like you hook up with All Press to get it uh, uh, up on their their site today? Um, we've just been really lucky to have them to have like a good relationship with them, where they've done a lot of things like that for us, where we're just really appreciative of it. And I can't really tell you there, that there's like one factor that's made that happen. We've had some good publicists and we've just, they've always been good to us and we're really grateful for that. But as for how, yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> so know. It's so funny to hear him talking about it so casually. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, what was it? 20, 2017 or 18 that we got our first, alt press oh feature. yeah when we got our first alt press feature we freaked out i was like got to go to hot topic you've got to film me going in and like <laughs> magazine and finding the page and i think that's still on one of our profiles but it was like a moment yeah. and like, i still feel that anytime like because i've always read alt press like it's alt press yeah and it's like you know all the bands that we love and to, I don't know, to have them feature us just like feels cool. And every single time I'm just like, yes. <laughs> 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 uh, 
it I, is like, pretty legit. for all the like flack that all press has gotten over the last few years you it's just like inevitable that anytime that your band or project or whatever gets into that magazine because it's been around for so long and it still has like a fairly good like rock music footprint that you're just going to be freaking psyched for yeah. it exactly I mean, yeah, the, the press landscape has changed so much in the rock scene. Like, it, it, it's it's crazy. Like, oh, what the heck? Sorry. Um, but yeah, the, the, the landscape has definitely changed a ton. But still, it's like, like you said, when you get an AP, anything in there, it's like, you're still internally like, yes. Yeah, yeah I the first feature was like, I can't remember what the article is. It was it's like, bands, you should, know or bands you should know and like we turn the page and it's like this little tiny picture of us with like a little description of the band and it was just like so freaking cool and then like the next time we got in there is like a full like two-page spread or that something. was that was rock sound oh rock sound never mind <laughs> still legit though. still oh, legit i remember sorry sorry that i'm stealing this i one. think it was like a full article on like on the website or something. I don't yeah. Know. When we got a rock sound feature, it was a printed one. And yeah, I think it was like a two page spread. And I I was like stoked. We had the copies sent to us. And I went over, I was like going to my parents and I I, I was like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna show them because I'm stoked. And like I showed it to my dad who he's like supportive but re- like doesn't really know anything about my band or like music <laughs> like throwing this and then like i'm like oh wait this is he's like oh what what magazine is that i flipped it to the cover and it was like one where youngblood was on the cover yeah with okay. like and it, i mean it, i forget what he was wearing it was like something wild and i like show my dad and i'm like oh this yeah, is like, i didn't i didn't think this through this is really awkward actually because <laughs> he's like like the most like midwest farmer guy who did like doesn't know is not like hip to that at all and i'm just like oh he's just like nice this is super awkward (laughs) still supportive though i mean oh yeah good yeah but it was just like me being so like blindly excited and in the moment i'm like okay this is actually (laughs) kind of weird my mom's like the total opposite she's like our biggest like fan groupie like every little thing she has to share and it's like the biggest thing in the world it's super cute (laughs) shout out mom if you're watching this but you're probably not because you don't know how to use a phone (laughs) (laughs) shout out mom she gets she gets on facebook she's like how do i do the share and then you're like it's right there and you're like let's go social media platform i've seen her like try to learn she's just like oh instagram i hate this like, <laughs> you don't know how to like, use it it doesn't work and i'm like mom it it works for everybody else in the world it's gonna work <laughs> there's just a lot of pictures it's okay yeah every every time i'm like mom i'm not your tech support and she's like no i'm not asking a question but like also like this has been weird but I don't want you to fix it. I'm just saying, like, it's been weird. And then just, like, slides the phone slightly over to, like, take <laughs> a look at it. And I'm like, like hey, uh-huh, hey actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you turned something off. I don't know. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> She's luckily not on social media. So I'm like, good, good. I don't have to worry about 
any of this. Yep. She hates my podcast, so I'm not showing this to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not true. I think she did ask recently, like, what's it, emo, emo something? The thing? What sure. are you doing, son? Yeah. What are sure. you doing with your life? What is emo? I'm in this magazine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just what where I it for you. You can put it up. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Just look at that nice, pretty page. <laughs> so how, okay, <laughs> here's us questioning you, because I'm oh. actually... No, oh I'm curious about this because you bring that up. So um, having a podcast, do you have anything like over holidays or anything where you like us in a band, we get the like family that knows nothing about our band. It's like, so uh, how's the band thing going? You guys <laughs> garage? Like, so what's it like having a podcast? Is there any, are there any like questions like that where you're just like, oh my God, please do not ask me about this. Uh. I used to be in a band, so I feel like they already had that experience of like, <laughs> you're just some shitty musician, like yeah. nothing ever happened there. Yeah. Oh, you're doing another project. Cool. When are you getting a real job? And it's like <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, no, no. I, and I think because like it's it's the podcast and it's like this Twitch stream and it's it's so many other things that it's like, nah, it's just it's just so much stuff and just like I. I can't follow it. I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> so well, it's, it's kind of like, I hope you're happy. You're lucky. Uh, when we have uh, family get togethers anytime, it's like my mom has to pull up our music and, and start playing it while you're right. <laughs> you're just like, bye. <laughs> like, why can't you do this in your own time? Yeah. <laughs> Like, why can't you guys like FaceTime each other and be like, listen, and then I'm not even there. I'm not in the room. We don't have to worry about anything. Lizzie, your dad yeah. comes to our streams sometimes. Yeah, so my dad, my dad, <laughs> but I live at home, first of all, with like all with my family. So it's not really a big thing. They're more, they're like really supportive of it. But sometimes it'd be like, all right, let's watch your old streams. And like, let me give you a uh, critiques and pointers on how you can be better. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> the critiques and pointers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys should do this. My friend, like, Ricky from 19 <laughs> years ago was at the college radio station in the 70s. He could definitely hook you up. Uh, could you guys learn, like, 14 ACDC covers? 14 ACDC? Oh. Uh, no, yeah. that's not how it works, but thank you. Like, so it, it's just like that. And then my extended family, I have them on Facebook, and I post enough that they're just like, she's just she's just being weird they finally got over the whole like i like skulls thing because they were like that's a little like inappropriate and i was like eh, it's, it's fine we're fine <laughs> it's been a while just get over it <laughs> that used to be somebody's head that's fine i mean like listen i got this decapitated arm like what do you what do you want oh my gosh chris was <laughs> like the same one it's a little <laughs> too close to you <laughs> Like being able to reach over your camera and immediately pick up a, a severed hand is it's maybe a prized a... possession. It's signed by Chuck Palahniuk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Listen, I went to his book signing, and what he did was he had a bunch of other body parts that were like these signed, and he just <laughs> yeeted them into the audience. He That's said, amazing. "You get an arm. You get a foot. <laughs> you get a forearm." I was like, and "Let's go!" Like, and now you're just like, "I'm keeping it." within three feet of me at all times it's right here it's it's accompanied by the skull that it usually sits on I, <laughs> this is stuff i like to decorate our house with i've got yeah. a, See? Skull, a mannequin head i've got some rubber cockroaches <laughs> yeah 
the rubber cockroaches are always pleasant. They all have <laughs> So what? how many times have you been scared by these rubber cockroaches, Aaron, is the real question. <laughs> He's probably legitimately got me with him twice, but she's probably attempted to get me with him probably like 30 or 40 times. <laughs> I think the first time I didn't know she had him. Like the first couple of times she did it, I was like, oh, good. <laughs> good. The one or two times seem like, you know, it's worth trying 30 or 40 times. Yeah. The best spots are sinks mm-hmm. and dinner plates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dinner plates is what. Like you, you pick like up the one on top and there's one underneath it. Yeah. yeah. Or just like right on the plate next to their food. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you tried to hide it within the food? Like you clean it, you clean oh. it before, and then you're like, here's a ravioli, and then here's a cockroach, and here's another ravioli. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't be that mean to my I, mom. Okay. <laughs> on her plate one time, and that really got her. So I can't imagine what would have happened to her if I had like put it in her <laughs> I would probably burn my own house down. <laughs> oh my god. That would that would like scar me. <laughs> Gotta throw the whole I, house out. I used to have this like irrational fear that there was like insects in my food when I was a kid. So like, if I were to ever, do, I don't know. I watched too much Goosebumps. That's really mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. super weird. So like now, if that were to happen to me, it would totally trigger that. And I would like freak out. I guess it's weird that I try to scare people with rubber cockroaches too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's, weird. It's just, one of, it's just one of those girly things, you know, it's fine. Just girly things. <laughs> just girly things <laughs> so yeah where can people listen to the new EP and all the good stuff do you want this or you want me to do it you're really good at plugs so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can hear our brand new self-titled EP on any of your favorite streaming platforms Apple Music, Spotify probably all the other ones that I don't even know but if, if you use it it's there uh, all of our socials are at Ashland official and uh, yeah I think that, oh yeah she says I'm good at plugs I'm totally just <laughs> no. we have depending on when this came out you said probably Monday so yeah. a few days ago we would have put out the video for in your head on YouTube you can watch that in the video for misery there we go that's all the plugs yeah there they are. Awful, but you know what? I mean, it's all got, there. You got the point. Across. The content's there. Yeah. <laughs> the content. Everything that had to get out got out. Yeah. Well, sick. Uh, as we tell everybody all the time, like go run, go run those songs up, go run those numbers up, go follow, go watch the video. Just, just get those numbers up there. Put it on while you're falling asleep, and just let it run all night. <laughs> yes, please. Just, please just do. repeat it. <laughs> I've done that. I mean, don't. Don't. Oh no. Don't. Don't do that. Do. Do it. But don't. 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 Uh, the music is legitimately good. I do think that people will probably just go listen to it over and over again anyway. Uh, I really dug it. I watched the video from Misery and I was like, this is this is the actual vibe. So yeah, we we want everyone to do it. Sweet. Uh, well. We'll end the recording there. We'll continue to hang out over on Twitch, but uh, yeah. 
Thank you for being here, Asian Aaron. Thanks, guys. Ashland official. Thank you for having us. This isn't the the, uh, uh, typical, oh, we had the best time. You know, you guys are the best. Like, this is seriously probably the most fun we've had in a long time. Like this, I'm being 100% honest. (laughs) Because we talked about candy. Cartoons, candy. Thank you for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you are rating and reviewing, liking, commenting, subscribing. As mentioned earlier, we are independent. We do this all on our own. We are living for your comments. We are living for your responses. Uh, If you would like to share this anywhere, give some people the knowledge that we exist. Make sure you tell all your friends, tell your family, just be like, I I watch and I listen to these weird kids on the internet. Let me tell you more about it. And then they'll tell their friends and their friends will tell their concerned children. And they're going to be like, why are there weird kids on the internet saying spicy takes and then check us out. It's just how it works. Yeah. That is, I believe, how it works. I think it is how it works. (laughs) We would love it. Please, please share us like comment subscribe all that good stuff really helps us grow the podcast we're doing this independently and we need your help you are our our best you are our heroes as much as we are yours what (laughs) tune in next week on thursday for another interview live on emailsocialclub.tv at 7 30 p.m we will have a new episode up next monday until then i am brian and i'm lizzie and goodbye like, comment, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Break your fucking knees. Your little bulldog. Break your fucking knees. You don't fuck. You don't fucking share podcast knees. You don't fucking review that podcast on iTunes or Spotify, knees.